the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello and welcome. This is Hi Kids. Four kids, by kids. My name is Vadia Blumenthal and I am 11 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be speaking to Connor Hughes from Top Dog Therapy. And I'll also have Nalia Paul in studio with me later on. Also, on the show, I will have the Hakids riddle to challenge your thinking. Here are the details. If you have any questions, if you want to answer the riddle, the, no, the SMS number is 34519 and that is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp on 062-148-2374. You can also call in on 010-140-3020. And please sign your name. Get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids today, right after this. Hello, this is Chai Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Avadja Blumenthal I am 11 years old. That song was Asworker. From Frozen, we are starting a cool new feature on the Hakid Show where we will be bringing in one of our special listeners to find a bit more about you. Today, I have Nalia Pohl on studio with us. If you want to be our next special guest, you can send an email to matt at chayafm.com. That's M-A-T-T at C-H-A-R-F-M dot C-O-M. And now, are you ready for the riddle? Here it is. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? If you know the answer, then SMS it to 34519 or WhatsApp it to 062-148-2374 with your name and the answer and you will win the prize from Kid & Co. If you are the first one to get it. But remember, if you have won... In the last 90 days, you can still enter the riddle, but you will not be able to win the prize. Today, I have Connor Hughes here from Top Dog Therapy in studio with me. If you have any questions for her, send us a SMS to 34519 or a WhatsApp to 062-148-2374. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm really well. I'm Jinx is enjoying the cool in the studio. Jinx is your dog. She is. FYI. Okay, what is Top Dog Therapy? It's a voluntary organisation. We have about 100 handlers from the East Rand to the West Rand, from Alberton up to Pretoria. Um, and we all use our own dogs who have been evaluated, and we take those dogs... Um, usually once a month into frail care units, into dementia units, into hospitals, special schools, anywhere where we can bring some smiles. That's cute. Um, do you have a motto or anything? The, our motto is, I've given it away a bit, I think, there. Our motto is, we spread smiles for miles. Oh, okay. Who established Top Dog Therapy? Top Dogs was established by our president, Angie Thornton. Um, she's based in Benoni and she runs the East Rand team. Um, I'm the vice president. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, as I say, I tell people what to do and they ignore me completely. But that's life. Um, yeah, I'm, I run the Johannesburg team and um, we have been going now for nine years. Wow. So wow. next year is our 10th year anniversary. There's going to be a party. And, um, yeah, we've, wow. we've brought an awful lot of smiles to an awful lot of people. And we, hopefully we continue to grow. Oh, who, 
Where is top dog therapy? It can be anywhere where we're needed. Um, we we remain in Hautang. We have taken a decision. We we'd rather do Hautang really well than spread ourselves too thin. But pretty much we have visits all over the place. We have an awful lot of visits who would like us to go there, but we don't have enough handlers to go everywhere that we're wanted. Could I be a handler? One day, yes. You'd oh. probably have to wait till you were at least 16 or 18. Younger than that, we, we could talk, but you would have to have an adult with you who was officially in, in, hand, in charge of handling the dog. Okay. And... Um Wait, I just went blank. Oh, wait, yeah, I remember. How did you get involved with top dog therapy? Personally, um, my dog got in... I I brought Jinx in to be a therapy dog when she was about seven years old. And I had been doing lots of stuff with her, like agility and different activities. And as she was getting older, I'd heard of therapy dogs, but I didn't really know what it was all about. So I asked around um, the dog trainers that I knew and the people who taught me obedience with Jinx, and they put me in touch with Angie. And as soon as I found out what, what was possible, I immediately said, this is something I think my dog would be great at, and I think I would be able to give a lot to. Oh, that is really sweet. Do, does the dog wear any harnesses or anything? She always wears her jacket, and you can see her jacket here. It's um, it's a navy blue sports mesh jacket, very modern, um, and it has her the top dog's badge on it. It has her name on an embroidered badge on it. Um, but sometimes, like at, at Christmas or um, on spring day, on spring day we put flowers all over the jackets for the visits. But does she know that she has to behave? Oh, she knows. When that jacket comes out, she is on her best behaviour. The Sometimes I put my uniform on and I don't put her jacket on. And then I, that's when I'm, I'm, I'm going to something for top dogs that does I can't take the dog with me. And, oh, boy, she socks. She wants to go out, she wants to work, and she actually loves what she does. That's a good thing. Oh, yes. Dog with a job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do you use at Top Dog Therapy besides for your dogs, or just dogs? It it really is all about the dogs. And uh, you and I were chatting a little bit about this earlier. There's an awful lot of scientific work being done on what happens when you take dogs into people who who need cheering up, who who need some kind of therapy. And so we use the dogs exactly as the scientists say we should. Uh, it's all based around touch. And also what happens when, if you like dogs, obviously if you don't like dogs, we stay away. Um, but if you like dogs, when you sit and you touch a dog, and you enjoy it, and you stroke it, all your stress hormones will drop. And they do it quite fast. Those stress hormones really drop fast. Um, And all your feel-good hormones, all the ones that make you happy and motivated and, and wanting to connect and talk and communicate, all of those hormones rise. So there is... We actually... We've got everything we need to do the work we do in the dogs we have. We don't and need anything else. When you stroke the dog, does anything happen to the dog? Does make it the dog more? itself? Um, the the scientists tell us that most of the dogs are neutral. As long as they're comfortable with strangers, then they don't get stressed. A few dogs actively enjoy the work they do, but most are actually just neutral about it. They don't mind, and it does us so much good that we we take advantage of their good nature. 
what dog's better, pedigree dog or rescue dog? Oh, I think of our hundred, um, it's probably 50-50. Uh, we have so many rescue dogs. Some of those rescue dogs are pedigrees, but they were dumped, they were left, they were given away, um, and they were all rescued and make beautiful therapy dogs. We have many, many rescues. Is your dog um, a rescue? No, my dog isn't. I've had her since she was eight weeks old. Yeah, I had my dog nine weeks. Yes, that's about the right age. Tiny. That's about the right age. Little yeah. tiny one. Yeah. Little tiny. Is what what dogs do you use? Any? Yeah, um, the smallest dogs we have are probably our little Yorkshire Terriers, um, and then we go pretty much everything. We go Jack Russells. We have Spaniels. We have Labradors. We have mixed breed. Um, we go all the way up to um, Great Danes and Irish Wolfhounds. We have what we think is the tallest dog in South Africa, who's an Irish wolfhound, and he's one of our best therapy dogs. He is wonderful. Is a Boston Terrier a good dog? A Boston Terrier. The right Boston Terrier makes a wonderful therapy dog because we I can lift them up onto the hospital beds. My neuro. And, yeah. You, you, most people know whether their dog will make a therapy dog. I think, I think my dog would. Yeah. Do you have any questions? I just want to say that the when your happy hormones, I guess, whenever that, like with, um, when I'm with my dog or with something, it always happens to me, you know? It's a, it's a really nice feeling. I love it. It is. If you, uh, it's a pity we can't kind of show you what happens. Yeah. Um, we walk into a frail care unit with the dogs and everybody there who sees those dogs smiles. It really does spread smiles for miles. It's the smile. first thing that happens. You see these smiles just going around the room. It's wonderful. I just want to say that we will be announcing the riddle answer later. So if anybody wants, they can send us a WhatsApp to 062 148 2374 or an SMS to 34519. Let's go straight back into questions. Do you enjoy working? at Top Dog Therapy? Very much. Um, we're all volunteers, so most of us have got jobs as well, uh, but we make the time to, to go out and do this. So, so I do three visits. Often? I do about three visits a month um, because each visit's about an hour, and before that, you can see she has long fur, so she needs to be bathed and groomed and nails clipped and, and teeth brushed. And every dog. Every dog must them. do that. But we all do our own. So she lives with me. She's my dog. So we do three visits a month, um, but they are they take a lot of energy. The dogs, what's interesting is when we get home, the dogs sleep for the rest of the day. It takes it out. I, we, we don't really understand why it tires them out, but it does. When I took my dog to the park, the end, he's <laughs> done, out, done. And like when he gets home after walk sometimes... He lies down and he's like... Yeah. Well, this, this is a little bit mysterious because these dogs, they're not running around at these visits. They're mostly sitting down, they're lying down, they're having people stroke them, and it still tires them. It's, it, it's almost like they're using their emotions up. Yeah, when I take my dogs out for a walk and I bring them home, they just... Like, they go drink water and then they plunk down and fall asleep. That's it. They're out. They're out. She sounds tired to me. She's, she's, yeah. she's actually enjoying the cool. Yeah, it's cold so, in the sky. Yeah, it's I, lovely. I'm enjoying it myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's boiling hot yeah. outside. And do the dogs, do all the dogs enjoy it? Yes, or? absolutely. We, um, we've had 
uh, a couple of lovely dogs. Uh, I'm thinking of one beautiful golden retriever who passed all the tests. He went to he went to all the, the visits, and after about three visits, I sat with his handler and I said, "Are you seeing what I'm seeing?" And she said, "He doesn't like it, does it? Does he?" And he didn't. He could do it, but he did not want to. He would move away from people. He would not. He wouldn't bark. He wouldn't growl. He just didn't want to be there. And we said, "This is not fair." Because this isn't about a human wanting their dog to be a therapy dog. This is about making sure that the dogs are giving willingly what, and they're happy. What tests do the dogs have to pass? We about oh five six times a year we have on a Sunday afternoon we get all the candidates together who've said they would like to be evaluated, and we spend about three or four hours with a group of usually about fifteen or sixteen people and dogs. And we put we have a behaviourist, an animal behaviourist, come along, and we put them through lots of games and exercises. Um, it, it's quite a long, fun day. It's based on something called the Canine Good Citizen Test. I don't know if you've heard of that. That's a kind of it's a, an award you can get from the Kennel Union for a dog. It's a test they pass, and you can do bronze, silver, or gold. And it basically says your dog has got good manners. What's your dog? She's actually got her gold. Wow. Canine good citizen. Yep. We wow. base the test on the bronze, so it's not a it's not the highest of the standards, but it mm. means that they're okay around other dogs, they're okay around humans, and they don't easily get scared or startled. Do the humans have to do any tests, so to speak? No, not other than handling the dogs well, so that if their dog is getting stressed, we expect them to see that, and to do something to manage the situation to protect their dog. How can people donate? They can donate by going onto our website. Um, we are we love to get donations because it means we can do more recruitment work. Because what we really need, what we really need, is more handlers and more dogs. If we have more handlers and more dogs, we can go to some of the places who want us, but we we don't have enough people to. To do. What hospitals do you go to? Um, in Johannesburg, we the, the main hospital that we work in is uh, the Netcare Rehab Hospital down in Auckland Park, right next to the SABC. And we work with the paediatric rehabilitation. So these are children who have got um, brain damage, neurological damage, either often from car crashes or um, sometimes it's, it's uh, just brain defects. We work there, and we do some really amazing work there. We work there. We work with therapists. That's not just about smiles. That's about the human therapist saying, "Let's do this with the dog. Let's let's get this child over here to walk for the first time, holding on to the Irish Wolfhound, and that kind of thing. It, it sometimes they look like miracles. When I was eight, mm -hmm. I fractured my skull. Oh. I slipped on a wet towel, and I was in hospital, and I had to learn to walk again. No yes. dogs came. Shame. But so yeah. we, if, if you were there now, we go there once a month. But that's exactly the kind of thing. When you, if somebody needs to learn to walk again, sometimes it's hard for a young person to to find the energy to to push through the pain and the. And discomfort. I remember how excited I was that I made it up the stairs and yeah. down. I must have been so excited. Yeah. It was it was hard. Yes. I had to like hold on to him. 
And imagine if you'd been holding on to an Irish wolfhound instead. Would it have made it easier? Yeah. I, I used to be very scared of dogs. Did you? Yes. Oh, but you're not now. I went for therapy. I was so scared. That made me more scared. Oh. And oh, um, I was scared. I just did a 360-degree turnaround. <laughs> I love dogs. Dogs can do that to you. I love dogs now. I also I have loved, dog. I love dogs and cats. You know what? I just love animals. Yeah. I yeah. love animals. Do you only use dogs? We do. Um, we've had people say to us, can I bring my rabbit? Can I bring my goat? No. Um, but It's like taking a horse to a hospital. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's the practicalities that stop it because the, the science works with any friendly animal, any friendly animal. Yeah. However, because we primarily have dogs, can you imagine if you take two bunny rabbits along, the but, dogs are going to go crazy. Yeah. So it, it's just about being practical. So but, we stay but the the bunnies won't do anything besides for letting you touch them, and sometimes they'll run and the mm. nails scratch you. I think a dog's the most clever animal. Yeah, they and <laughs> they are very, very loving. Definitely. Very loving. Okay, let's take a song. We'll come straight back. You're listening to High Kids on one hundred one point nine High FM. That song was "Touch Touch the Scar" from Brave. No, wait, I got that song wrong. Okay, whatever. This is Ha Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Avadja Blumenthal. I am 11 years old. My guest today, Connor Hughes, with her dog, Jinx. And I have um, Nalia Paul in studio with me. Did I get it right? You did. Uh, Nalia. Nalia, sorry. Yeah, it's fine, no worries. Okay, let's go straight back into questions. Do you have any funny or inspiring stories that you would like to share? Let me let me let me start with a, a funny one. Um, last year, uh, we were at a, a Christmas carol singing concert yeah. thing um, with old people in a retirement village in their frail care, and they'd come from their rooms, and some were in beds, and some were in wheelchairs. And uh, Jinx is she likes to join in when lots of people okay. sing. So that was a little Bye. bit embarrassing. But my, <laughs> my favourite, um, when we stopped singing, there's a lovely border collie. His name is Kino. And I always, I think he's very special. Jinx thinks he's wonderful and extremely handsome. Aww. Um, I'd have to say I Dog agree. love. <laughs> um, but he, his treat while he's working is little sliced carrots. So we all regard him as very healthy. That's weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, we thought that too. So he likes these sliced carrots, and he's very, very good. He's terribly obedient. And we asked his handler, um, a guy called Ulrich, if he would take Kino and he would go down to the rooms to visit the people who weren't well enough to come through into the lounge and join in the festivities. So Ulrich said, fine. And he turned around, and as he's walking away, <laughs> somebody put a plate of sausage rolls on the seat. And that border collie, Kino, is the fastest steel. Like he he thieved that <laughs> sausage roll so fast. And he just clamped his mouth shut. And his handler looked down at him and said, come on then. And Ulrich was, uh, Kino was looking up at his handler, couldn't open his mouth, had completely stuffed with sausage roll, pretending he'd done nothing wrong. And Machen and I saw it, and we stood there and we laughed, and we said, that serves you right for giving him carrots all the time. 
Of course, he needs a sausage. Come yeah, on. I could, I could imagine that in my mind, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. My dog sometimes like so when I eat, he cries. So then I show him like, I like to look for like some salad or something, and I like, give him because he doesn't really like it. Then he'll keep it in his mouth, walk away, and spit it out. <laughs> um, with my cat. So my mom was eating dinner one day. And my cat decided to come in. So she, he, he started climbing on her shoulder and just trying to, like, he uses his paw to try and grab the food. And, and my mom's like, excuse me, this is, this is my food? You have your own food? And they, and they always, whenever I walk I look past, at you. whenever I walk past the room that we keep their food in, he's expecting me to put food in his bowl. When he has, like, a full bowl of food, he's like, meow, meow, give me food. Very food driven. He, he, he doesn't. When like it comes to food, my dog, he, everything can stop food first. Yeah. Runs around looking for food. Yeah, as well as my dogs. They're just like, okay, I saw food. Now I'm going to check if there's still food there. Okay, no food. <laughs> can, I, can I just tell you a quick story about something that really was amazing? Yeah, sure. Um, Please. And that, that was the wolfhound again. That was Eamon, our, our huge wolfhound at the Netcare Rehab Hospital. And this was a young boy who'd had brain damage. And he was learning to walk again. He was about nine, nine or ten years old. And he'd been there for 13 weeks. And he'd walked, but he didn't speak. So they knew he could speak. The doctors had said it it, it works, but he wouldn't speak. And he only had another week to go before he had to go home. So it was our very first visit to the to the unit and the moment he saw Eamon it was love and the therapist could see that this boy really really wanted to interact with this huge soft giant of a dog so sweet and he was the boy was trying to say Eamon he was trying to say the dog's name so the therapist got his fingers and she put his fingers on her throat and she said Eamon Amen. So he could feel what it felt like to say it. And Amen. then, and then Amen. he took, she took his fingers and put them on his own throat. And within about two, three minutes, he was speaking. He was saying, Amen, Amen. And going so over and sweet. hugging the dog. And the, the therapist said to the wow. handler, we have worked for 13 weeks and we have not been able to get him to say anything and now you've achieved in 15 minutes well your dog has achieved in 15 minutes what we couldn't do it in three months wow this dog is so much it is yeah. the, the motivational power of a dog in therapy is just remarkable so some wonderful things happen and you actually see them with your own eyes it's great yeah. wow it's I, i'm like blown away yeah me too it's absolutely amazing wow yeah i don't know a dog could do so much yeah mm-hmm. But do- apparently dogs can do anything, really. Yeah. You can train them to do so much. Yeah. I'm well, trying to get If you put your mind to it, you can do it. I'm trying to get mine to cook dinner, but she's re- <laughs> resisting that piece of dinner. <laughs> I'm, sure there, I'm sure there's some way. <laughs> A good robot. I think eat dinner she'd be fine with, but cooking not so much. Yeah, yeah. not so fun. She would probably like... start like yeah. cooking and then grab it. Yes. <laughs> By the time you walk in the kitchen, everything... Will, like, sausage full. No, the, the, it will be messy. And like sausage pa- sausage packets out and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Scary to imagine how wow. much mess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What tests do the 
Wait, no, nothing. Um, do okay. Hold up. What benefits do the people you visit get? Well, you've you've heard smiles. They get smiles. That's yeah. the first one, and it's it is so predictable. Um, any if we walk into a room where there's somebody who's you know really suffering in in a frail care unit, somebody's really old and and approaching the end of their life. Even so, you will get this huge smile. So yeah. we bring that. We bring um, communication. That's something that, that is really amazing because as people get old, often in, in frail care units, they don't really know anybody. It's not easy to make friends when you're that sick. So they start losing the ability to communicate. And when you bring the dogs in, what happens is they know the dogs are coming. So they talk to the staff, they talk to the, the people around them about the dogs are coming. While we're there, they talk to us, they talk to the dogs. And then when we're gone, they talk to each other about the dogs they used to have. And they talk, they talk more and more about the dog visits. So we help them maintain their communication skills. That's an important part of what we do as well. But dogs always bring smiles, smiles to my faces. Mm. Mm, absolutely. How often do therapy dogs do visits to organisations? Any particular therapy dog, it really depends on their handler, whether when their handler can make time. Um, so it, it's a difficult thing to say. We have people who can only do one visit a month. We have people who do two visits a week. Uh-huh. Uh, but we, we go to any particular place we go to, we will only go once a month because it's not fair on the other places who want us when we can only, we've only got so many hours to do. Do you ask the places if you can come visit them or do they ask you? So it, both. Is, is the quick answer. Um, we work at the teddy bear clinic uh, where they work with children who've been traumatised and abused, children oh, between the ages of 3 and 18. Shame. And we work with their court preparation programme. So you've got children as young as 3 who are preparing to go into court to testify against the people who've abused them. That's hard. Um, yeah. We actually approached them and said, we think we can help. And they said, let's talk about it. Let's design a way of doing this. And we have now got a very successful program with them. But we've got a lot of places like the the rehab hospital where they approached us and said, we have been reading about therapy dogs. Please, we think you can do some really amazing work with us. So it goes both ways. Wow. I'm amazed. Thank you so much for coming on the Kids show and telling us so much about the awesome work that you do. Coming up, I'll have the Chai Kids riddle, so stay tuned. You're listening to Chai Kids on 101.9 Chai FM. That song was down in the New Orleans... I can't say the word. New Orleans. Orleans, thanks. From the Princess and the Frog... This is Chakid for Kids by Kids. My name is Avadia Blumenthal and I am 11 years old. We are starting a cool new feature on the Chakid Show where we will be bringing in one of our very special listeners to find out a bit more about you. Today I have Nalia Pohl. Um, did I get it right? Yeah. In studio with me and I'll be speaking to her. If you want to be the next special guest, you can send an email to matt at chaifm.com. That's M-A-T-T at C-H-A-R-F-M dot C-O-M. Just a reminder that the riddle today was, the more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? If you know the answer, SMS it to 34519 
or WhatsApp it to 062-148-2374. We will be wrapping it up right after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ovadia Blumenthal and I am 11 years old. It is time to wrap up the riddle. The riddle was, the more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Lots of answers have come through to Hi Kids today and we had such a nice message in from Eric. Thank you. And the answer was footsteps. The first correct answer was from Aitan. Well done. You win the prize from Kid & Co. Mandy will call you today after the Chai Kids show. And now it is time to speak to Nalia Paul. Nalia Paul. Sorry. Nalia. It's fine. Hello, Nalia. How Hi. are you? I'm good in here. Nalia, first of all, how old are you? I'm 11 years old. What grade are you in? Grade 5. What school are you at? I'm in King David Linksfield. Tell us a little bit more about your family. Um, Any I, brothers, sisters? Yeah, I've got two brothers and one stepsister. And do you have any dogs or cats? Or yes, anything? I have two dogs and two cats. No birds? No. Fish? No. Do you, what's your favourite animal? Probably a cat. A I cat. still love dogs, don't Do yeah. you do any sports, extramurals, have any hobbies? I do sports. Um, I do extramurals and I have quite a few hobbies. Would you like to say any of them? Yeah, I like, I love makeup art. I love art. I like, um, I like colouring my hair. It, it, it's funny. I, I use food colouring actually. And a lot of the kids in my class are thinking I'm just this crazy person. But it's, it's fine. Like, I don't mind. What would you like to be when you're older? I, I would like to become a makeup artist. What does a makeup artist do? Do you know? Yeah, they, they, you know, for movies, they do like those special effects. And yeah. uh, just to let you guys know, you know, there's, you know, sometimes when those weird things are coming out of monsters' face, that's called liquid latex. It's, it's actually, it's like a type of, not really, it's kind of like a cement, but like a body cement, if you, if you know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. like, you can shape it, you can, you can paint it. You like you use the you use uh, makeup to paint it, and then you can just use um, liquid uh, the liquid latex to stick it on as well because it you can use it to draw um, to stick things on and to mold things. Okay. Do you have any shout outs for both of you? Uh, yes, I have a shout out to Sherelle Katz and the best class in the world, Favel. Say hello. Hello. Do you have any shout outs? Just to say hello to all the Top Dogs handlers and keep up the good work, guys. And my shout-out is to all my special listeners. Okay. What do you do in your spare time? I either do makeup art, um, like think about weird styles and crazy styles for school the next day. Um, I do art and... Or I just play with my dogs. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to share anything... Do you like to say anything? Um, what do you think of the show? Best show ever. Let's just oh, say. Let's you. just confirm this. Did you enjoy being in studio with yeah. the new staff? Yeah, I was a bit nervous because, you know, I'm on the radio. and Everybody can hear you. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'll just make you more nervous. No, I'm, I'm fine now. Okay. I'm fine now. That's good. Yeah. Can you share something about yourself that our listeners may find interesting? Um... 
I'm not sure. Uh, maybe I. I don't know. Okay, fine. Let's just skip <laughs> that question. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, that was a weird question. Oh, I like science. There we go. Okay, that's a good one. People, I don't know if I look like a person that would like science, but I do. Do you? Yeah. What do you enjoy about science? The experiments. Because what I would, what I would do, um, is I would I would go home, look in the cupboard for all these we- uh, like weird ingredients, and I'd start mixing them together and start and just see what what will happen. Science. Yeah. And <laughs> I go on YouTube sometimes because I like I like making slime. Oh yeah, so, my cousins love making slime. Yeah, so, so I wish I had some of the ingredients, but I don't. But like, um, I search one ingredient slime, and I look in the and look in the cupboard, and I find it, and I try it, and I make the biggest mess. Once I was I was using food coloring the one day. Does your mother get cross? No, she actually oh. loves it when I do it. Okay, because she knows I have fun. Because what I actually did is I took um different color food colorings, and I put and I put, I put a. I took a paintbrush and I started splatter painting our chair outside. <laughs> She's like, "That's fine." Um, so I, I, I just take one random ingredients and start making slime. And then when I use the food coloring, I get it all over my fingers. And I go to school like that, and everyone's like, "What happened to your fingers, Nalia?" I'm like, "Food coloring, science, <laughs> yeah, science." Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, wait, I just went blank. I hate that when that happens. I hate it when that happens too. Like. I'm about to say something. Wait, I forgot what I was going to say. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Okay, thank you so much for being our very, very special guest and coming on the show. You got, I hope, great experience. Yeah, I hope did. Hope you enjoy it. I, I think I want to come here more often. Good. It's a nice place to be. Yeah, and you can always call in. Yeah, every definitely. Day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we have shows. Yeah. Okay, this has been Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Avadia Blumenthal and I am 11 years old. Join us tomorrow for another Kids show where, will we, where we will be interviewing a pharmacist only on 101.9 Chai FM. Thank you to my producer Matthew, to DJ Flo, the controller, and to both of you for coming in. Goodbye.